们这是单元的 prize。Welcome to the business of business. My name is James Kenny. I'm your host, and guess what? I'm here to handle my business. Can I get a witness? I like to rhyme all the time. It makes me feel good. You know, it's a talent that I acquired as a small child in Cleveland, Ohio, learning how to rhyme all the time. Welcome to the show. It's been a while. It's been a couple months since I've been off、uh, because I've been handling business.、Uh, I'd like to thank Mr. Richard Carr for being the general manager and the engineer for the show today. We're gonna have fun. The business of business is a in-depth look about how to succeed. Not only in business but in life, because if your life is successful, your business tends to be as well.、Uh, there's something that I've developed over the past five years as I've been an entrepreneur, and that it's that if you don't take care of your business, your business will take care of you. So it's important that you take care of all aspects of your life. You know, my brother, shout out to my brother in、uh, Mansfield, Texas. He talks about life as having the four corners, right? There's the health part, the family part. Uh, the finance part and the career part, and lo and behold, usually one of the four quarters is messed up. Something's not right. You know, I got a bad hip today, or I'm having an issue with my cousin, or I'm mad at my boss or something. Right. So it's all about that balance in life.、Uh, I'm also writing a book this year. It's almost done.、Um, I've actually recently hired an editor. Uh, to help me finish up my book, which is called *The Business of Business*, and it's a portrayal of what it's like to be successful in business, make the money, get what you want out of it, but having that balance in life. Because as we all know, you can have all the money in the world, but you can't take it with you. So it's important to really explore and understand that. LA Talk Live is doing a lot of fantastic things. I like to give them a huge shout out. This is an explosive platform and a really cool opportunity. For entrepreneurs, nonprofit organizations that we're going to talk about here in a little bit, and a lot of people here in Los Angeles and across the country. So shout out to all of my fans in New York City. Tom McDonald, I know he's watching. So shout out to Tom. April Eiser, shout out to you here in Los Angeles that's watching. Fans in Oklahoma, Ohio, Oklahoma, Woo, Tulsa, Oklahoma,、um, Ohio, and all over the world.、Uh, we got some fans in the UK as well. So LA Talk Live is、um, what. I would call a disruptive platform, right? That people are used to seeing content and experiencing content in traditional ways. Well, disruption continues to occur, and in business, you really can only be successful a few ways. You know, you have to innovate, which is uh, uh, improving something that's already there, or disrupt and really create something new. So, I applaud Richard and his team here at LA Talk Live for doing something new and really being on what we would call the bleeding edge. Absolutely, of technology in delivering content. So we're going to take a short break, pay some bills, and then let's get this show going. James Kinney, the business of business. Sense. Of this life we got, 
And I ain't met a man yet that got all the answers. And I ain't been nowhere yet where they not fighting cancer. I seen a good prison system that gives second chances. What's the hate for? What's the war for? Well, ask Wall Street. It's probably why they stock soar. I'm just a dreamer. You know, John Lennon. But what do I know? My head stays spinning. A world full of hunger where people can't make it. They say we ain't got it. Man versus food can waste it. We know there are many choices in internet radio, and the staff and host of LA Talk Live would like to thank you for choosing the internet's hottest destination for the most eclectic sound and invigorating talk. This is LA Talk Live. We are more than just talk. Hello world, I love you and I love me. Real talk straight from the heart brain. It's Madam Vibrations here, founder of Vibrations, sharing the Love Your Skin Body Butter, also known as a booty butter. Vibrations creates with the highest vibrational energy on this planet Earth, which is love. So please support yourself, the world, and lupus community by purchasing any Vibrations healthy and living products. I also make vegan therapeutic living candles. You can find my products and the Bee Lounge located at 4873 Topanga Canyon Boulevard, Woodland Hills, California, 91364. And at the Ink Rich Tattoo and Piercing located at 7211 Van Nuys Boulevard, Van Nuys, California, 91405. Thank you for the highest good of all. I love you and I love me. We live from the head down and not the and I'm a dorm with the found that's making this up, and I'm fine, fine, under cloud nine. Cloud nine. That's right. You put a five and a four, then you put it together, you get your mind right, and you can weather any weather. What? <laughs> I'm going to save the freestyle for later. Save the freestyle. But I am fine on cloud nine, right? That's where you have to be. And uh, since this is the business of business, I'll be fine on cloud nine with nine million, right? Or 9,000, <laughs> 90,000, some sort of increment of nine. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to uh, welcome our special guest today. This is Shelby Adams from Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. Hello. Shelby is uh, a friend of mine. We're we're actually new friends, but it feels like we're old friends, right? Yes. Yeah, we Since have we 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 have ties together, as they say, still waters run deep. <laughs> Pun intended. Yes. Yes. Uh, so Shelby and I became friends through mutual friends, and she moved out to Los Angeles uh, less than a year ago, right? Today marks one year I arrived in LA. Oh, congratulations! Sure. So she has the full la la fever, as we call it, the, the the Los Angeles vibe. But as Richard would say, we're still four season hustlers. So even though we have one season in L.A., which is great weather, we're working hard all four seasons. So uh, here a little bit later in the show, we're going to get into Shelby. We're going to talk a little bit about her career path in nonprofit. We're going to specifically investigate and explore uh, nonprofits in America, how those businesses run, uh, the business of that business. Um, and a little bit deeper into Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation, the organization itself. Uh, and then we're going to talk about a special event that's coming up here in Los Angeles soon on February 8th that I will take part of, which I'm very excited about. We are looking forward to it. Absolutely. So let's get into some current events and um, let's talk about what's going on in the world. So 
Okay, let's talk about what's trending. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Any comments on that? Um, it was sad. Um, I really didn't catch up too much with the news yesterday, but um, yeah, it's just sad, like how addictions really can take hold of people, and even, you know, people can be sober for so long but then relapse. So it's just it's tragic. It's sad to hear. Yeah, I mean, he's certainly a super talented actor, mm -hmm. and I didn't know that he had had a problem in his 20s, and I guess he died at 46 years old. Mm -hmm. So after being sober for 20 plus years, mm -hmm. um, he had those type of issues. So yeah, it's definitely sad. Um, heroin, as they said on the news, some of the CNN specials, is such a massive problem, and it's kind of one of those things that's swept under the rug. But I think most importantly, the big part of understanding and exploring what he went through and what and what happened is that um, mental health and the issues that cause people to do drugs, um, drink excessively, overeat, etc. Um, I know that a lot of people on the air, um, and it's common in America that that's just kind of a way of life. Mm -hmm. And then before you know it, it gets out of control. So it's unfortunate that someone uh, so talented and it's unfortunate that, you know, a teen or anyone who's quote unquote normal right. uh, can experience that same kind of thing. Um, interestingly enough, this is a business talk show, um, but, you know, his business is now over. over. You know, that was his product. You know, his product was being able to act and communicate and uh, tell stories uh, through acting. And now his business is over. So. For those of you out there that are young business professionals or business professionals in general, you really have to be careful with what your work-life balance is and how that works. Um, I have a chapter in my book, The Business of Business, that's coming out where I specifically talk about um, medicating. You know, when work is stressful and you come home and you want those five glasses of wine, uh, <laughs> five, which is a bottle plus a glass, mm -hmm. um, you know, you really have to be careful because the stress from work or the stress from business is not going to go away. So you really have to be careful uh, before you get too deep, so to speak, when it comes to substance abuse in business and in life. Thank so you. if you're healthy here and healthy in your mind, then you can be healthy in, in business, which is generating profit. Um, okay, so next on current events, you want to talk about the weather, you want to talk about uh, Justin Bieber. <laughs> Um, or uh, Disney threats. Th th this is this is from CNN, by the way. So we're just tapping into what's trending on CNN. Um, let's go with the weather. Let's go with the weather. Um, okay, so it's been cold in a lot of parts of the country. Everywhere but here. Yes, which is <laughs> unless awesome. you're not unless you're from here, then it's cold. But by LA standards. By LA standards, it's, it's been a little cold, which is like 62. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. I know back in Texas, um, Oklahoma, Missouri, the Midwest, it's been freezing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I saw somebody put on Facebook a minute ago that it was 37 in New Orleans. That's cold for New Orleans. Super cold for New Orleans. Jeez. Mm -hmm. the, the, the crawfish are frozen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not moving today. I know. Um, I was in New York. Um, I, I own another business in New York, Kenny Group Events, and um, I was there with uh, another business partner of mine as well for Society Bank. And when we left, it was 12 degrees. And I mean, we were there for a week and I survived, but geez, 12 degrees is not a joke. No, so cold. It changes your whole body temperature, your whole, you know, I, I woke up last day with a super sore throat. It was not a game, <laughs> not a game at all.
Um, okay, and then Justin Bieber, we probably don't need to talk about him because that's the same as Philip Seymour Hoffman. Hope, well, hopefully not. Hopefully not the same end result, but, right, but maybe it, he needs a wake-up call, a good wake-up. He's, he's got a thriving business, that's for sure, mm -hmm. the business of entertainment. A lot of money, a lot of fame, and then a lot of Xanax and a lot of mar marijuana. Yes. Yeah, so it's probably not a good mix. No, not at all. Yeah. So that's enough for um, current events. Um, let's take a small break. And uh, we're going to come back and de dig deeper into the life of Shelby Adams. Let's talk about nonprofits. Uh, those of you who are out there that have a nonprofit experience or into nonprofits, you're going to learn a lot today. And we have our studio lines open for questions as well. The Business of Business here on LA Talk Live, where we are more than just talk. there are many choices in internet radio and the staff and hosts of LA Talk Live would like to thank you for choosing the internet's hottest destination for the most eclectic sound and invigorating talk. This is LA Talk Live. We are more than just talk. Hi, this is Sequoia Neff. And this is Jay Rios. And I'm Sharon Moore. Inviting you to join us every Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for Battle of the Sexes as we discuss his and her views on topics no one wants to touch. Well, we keep it 100% real. And interesting. And it is pure comedy. So don't forget to tune in to Battle of the Sexes Mondays at 7 p.m. Exclusively on LATalkLive.com and the Talk Live Broadcast Network. You can also catch us on iTunes, Radio r and Live 365, Radio Flag, and AHA Radio. Or watch and listen directly at LATalkLive.com. Reality Radio handcrafted for your listening and viewing pleasure. This is LA Talk Live, and we are more than just talk. Hi, this is Deborah Darris. And Jules Hurst. Inviting you to join us every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific as we share practical tools to create a life you love from the inside out. So remember to tune into Inside Out, How to Create a Life You Love on Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific, exclusively on LATalkLive.com. You can also catch us on iTunes Radio, R&B, Radio Flag, Tune In Radio, Live 365, AHA Radio, TiVo Radio and Apple TV Radio or just watch and listen directly at LATalkLive.com Reality Radio handcrafted for your listening and viewing pleasure this is LA Talk Live and we are more than just talk you know I love music and every time I hear something hot it makes me want to move it makes me want to have fun but it's something about this joint right here. This joint right here, it makes me wanna. You're a good DJ, Richard. Appreciate that. 
You act like you've been doing this for a while. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Your your in- internship just ended. <laughs> so, let's talk about nonprofits in America. A lot of people don't realize, but there's billions of dollars mm-hmm. that are raised every year outside of quote unquote disasters. And disasters are never a good thing. Hurricanes, floods, earthquakes, knock on wood, because we're broadcasting live from Los Angeles. Um, but outside of uh, acts of God, if you will, disasters, uh, nonprofit is a big business. Mm-hmm. I'm sure everyone's talked about and heard Susan G. Komen, mm-hmm. American Cancer Association. Um, those have a lot of mind share um, in the media. But let's talk about uh, diabetes. Um, I know you and I had lunch uh, a couple months ago when we talked about, in layman's terms, um, how is a nonprofit sexy? You know, how can a cause be sexy? Mm-hmm. And myself, as a marketer by trade, there's kind of a burden there, right? It's like, how do you make a cause sexy? You know, and that's the burden of the organization and those who are creating the marketing and the messaging around it. But um, I, I guess first, can you educate me and the audience on diabetes? What, so cause I noticed on your website it says improving lives, uh, curing type 1 diabetes. So what's the difference between type 1 and type 2, and is there is, is that it? Are there three types? or? Sure. Um, I'm glad to talk about that um, because actually that is one of like the main problems that we faced as an organization at JDRF is – um, you know, getting the education out there and letting people know that there are two different types of diabetes. Mm-hmm. Um, so with type 1 diabetes that a lot of people, this is, um, you know, type 1 is the one that a lot of people don't have a lot of education about is that it's an autoimmune disease. Mm-hmm. Um, people with type 1 diabetes don't cause their diabetes. Um, it just happens. Um, and then at the time of diagnosis, uh, you know, from that point on, they're insulin dependent through either an injection or wearing an insulin pump. Um, because for people that don't have diabetes, they're, or type 1 anyway, their pancreas functions and produces the insulin that we need uh, to convert the, the food we, in, we intake into energy for our bodies. Um, so when someone with type 1 is diagnosed, that no longer um, exists. So, of course, we have to have energy to live. So that's how someone with type 1 would um, create energy for themselves. Now, with type 2, it's more of a metabolic disorder. Um, in most cases, uh, it is caused because of you know poor diet and lifestyle uh, mm-hmm. choices, um, and can other steps can be taken before injections are needed. Um, you know, doctors can try to change your your you know your diet, uh, encourage more exercise, um, but those are the two differences, and that's something that you know we want people to um, understand is that type one is different from type two. They're both serious diseases and need attention, but um, at JDRF, we're focused on finding a cure for type one. Got it, yeah, so you answered my question that, uh, and that was very well said, because that's something that I didn't know, and I'm sure the audience didn't know either. So you guys are focused on type one. Is there a particular reason why you're focused on type one only? Is it because type two is self-induced? Um, that's not why, I mean, because obviously they're both serious diseases, and probably finding a cure for one will lead to the cure for the other, mm-hmm. um, but 
when our organization was started in 1970, it was by two mothers whose children had been diagnosed with type 1. And up until that point, there had been no funding for the for type 1 diabetes. Mm -hmm. So um, just like in many cases with other diseases, the mothers were like, how can we make this go away? And um, you know, they were told, well, you have to raise money and, and fund research. And then that's hopefully, you know, how you get to a cure. Yeah. And bring some awareness around it. Right. Mm -hmm. So since, wow, since 1970, so it's been a really long time, 40 plus years, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Um, so what has the battle been like since 1970? And I applaud those two mothers. I'm, I'm not familiar with who they are, but mm -hmm. wow. I mean, it's a global organization. And yes. it just started with two women. Yeah, started with two women. And, um, you know, today we are a world-known um, organization. We're the largest non-governmental -gover funder of type 1 diabetes research. Um, so we've really come a long way. And, and definitely through the money that monies that we've raised, we've um, transformed technology to make life more manageable for people with type 1 diabetes. Um, like even if you look um, in the early 90s at the pump, that was available. It's it's huge. It's the size of, um, you know, maybe like five by seven. Um, but now today, it's something as small as like what would have been a beeper. Wow. Um, so we've really, you know, the money we've raised has made life better for people with type one. That's great. And so global organization, of course, I've heard of JDRF because I've worked with you guys in New York and mm -hmm. now here in Los Angeles as well. Um, so now. Can you give us an idea of the landscape of diabetes as a business? Uh, because obviously that's the part of the show is to take an interesting look at, you know, businesses and, and how they run. So on the prescription drug side mm -hmm. and on or, or on the um, major drug maker side, who are the players in that space and what are some of the drugs that are used, like the pump makers, right? Because mm -hmm. you guys fund research and do you work with those drug companies or how does that work? We do. Um like one of the biggest ones actually that's here in Northridge, California is mm -hmm. Medtronic um, and they uh, make the mini med and that is um, a pump that many people use with type 1 diabetes. Um, but there are tons of organizations. We work with Lilly Diabetes, mm -hmm. um, Johnson & Johnson. We work with Tandem Diabetes. All of these different companies um, manufacture products or make insulin um, or different um, resources for people with type 1. Got it. Okay, so you guys kind of co-create messaging at times too. And then do those companies like a Medtronic, do they fund JDRF at times as, as well? They do, and they're actually a, a huge supporter of the JDRF LA chapter mm -hmm. um, also. And um, we even get grants from this organization or this company. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so they're very important to us, and um, we also actually work, partner with a lot of universities, uh, researchers out there with different, like UCSB, mm -hmm. UCSF, um, all across across the country um, with different universities and their researchers to, f you know, work on a particular uh, part of trying to find a cure. That's great. So of the money that's raised, how much of it is private versus the bigger companies versus... Um, government funding or I mean in, in, if you don't know exactly I mean is, is there like a, a 30 just a guess no it, it's it, that's fine so from from private donations how important is that to your LA chapter is maybe a better way to, to, to phrase it um, it's very important for um, you know private donations um, are 
our major donors, uh, you know, corporate sponsorships, all of these things are very important for um, our chapter, for the organization to mm -hmm. thrive and be able to support, um, you know, the research that's being done. Uh, it's important for us to be able to fund that research. Right. So, so in, in other words, private donations certainly help, but they don't pay all the bills. No. Yeah, so it takes a little bit of everyone chip, ch chipping in. Yes. Yeah, well, that's that makes com complete sense. So let's zoom out a little bit, right, because we're talking about, and see, I told you it goes fast. We're almost halfway done with the show, and we're just getting started. So let's zoom out a little bit and talk about Shelby a little bit, right, mm -hmm. because part of the show for you out there in Internet land, part of the show I want to discover and explore careers in certain verticals, mm -hmm. uh, and then we want to talk about J, you know JDRF as a whole, and then we're talking about nonprofits. So there's kind of three different tiers that we're talking about. So there's got to be a young man or a young woman or someone out there that says I want a job in nonprofit. And as ungrateful as we all are, including myself at times, we sit around and say, Oh, I wish I had this. I wish I had that. So and so has this. If I only had this. So somebody out there listening wants your job or wishes they had your job. So how did you decide to get involved with nonprofit? And is this your first job in nonprofit work? Like, what is it about nonprofit that makes you tick? And what is it about JDRF that said, hey, that's, wh that's where I wanna be? Sure, um, I actually just wound up with JDRF um, just kind of out of happenstance. Um, I had graduated college. Um, From? Oklahoma State that's University. That's right, we both did. <laughs> Go Pokes. Um, in December, uh, alumni connections, <laughs> OSU, baby. I'm still paying off my loans. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> you want to fund that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we need a nonprofit to pay off James and Shelby's Oklahoma State student loans. Yes. Um, so I graduated in December of 2008, and just like many people, I was in a hurry to get out and get that big, high-paying salary. Right. Um, the pie in the sky. I was quickly knocked there. down. <laughs> yeah. And. Um, so I had worked, waited tables through college, um, had started working, just doing some marketing office work for this local restaurant group in Tulsa, and um, but had always had an interest growing up, like, and did ballet. So I met this young woman at a ballet class, and she has type 1 diabetes, and through further conversation came to find out that she was actually the executive director of JDRF in Tulsa. Oh, cool. And um, so, you know, I was sharing with her about my frustrations with, you know, coming out of college, not being able to have the right career that I wanted. Mm -hmm. And um, she just, you know, had asked, had I ever considered starting in the nonprofit line of work? It was a great way to um, come in entry level and get a lot of great experience. So, of you, course. Because essentially nonprofit work is grassroots marketing. Yeah, exactly. And, right. and that's very much what JDRF, a lot of how we are and um, function in that regard. But um, yeah, so I, of course my response was, no, my degree's in advertising. I'm going to sell advertising or work for an agency. Sure. Um, well, then we stayed acquaintances, some time passed, a few months, and then she, I ran into her and she had a job opening, entry level. She said, hey, you should apply for this. I was still looking. Um, thankfully I got the job and here I am next month will be four years with JDRF. Wow. So, um, Congratulations. 